So I actually have a correction uh, to make. So in regards to the monkeys only film their cult classic head so first of all when that film came out it flopped it didn't go anywhere and then you know years later it became a cult classic it's directed by bob rafelson and it's co-written by bob rafelson and jack nicholson so there there you go which is still surprising the jack nicholson i was a monkeys fan and wrote a movie for them or co-wrote a film for them very interesting that film is cool though it's got frank zappa in it too saying listen it's kind of crazy. <laughs> you got to check it out. All right. Uh, back to the music. <laughs> so let's get into. Uh, oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite albums, too, from the Monkees. Uh, Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. So apparently, uh, that's the astrological signs. Mickey Dolan's is a Pisces. Peter Tork was the Aquarius, and Michael Nesmith and Davy Jones were both Capricorn. So, very interesting, very intriguing. So, here's a salesman, and then um, one of my favorite tracks off this album, The Door Into Summer. Very kind of uh, psychedelic and cool. It's, yeah, yeah. But you get that, that when you hear Michael's voice, though, like it's, just, it's just hard to describe. It's just... It's like, hey, this guy's kind of folky country-ish. But this is a really cool rock song. I'm kind of confused, but I like it. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe The Door Into Summer. Just a great song. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. And it's a, I mean, and when you listen to that song, it, it feels like a summer song, actually. Like if you got a convertible, you're just riding with your top down and just, just blare it. Yeah, yeah, with the sun out, you know, yeah. Nice sunny day, yeah. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> Salesman, where you gonna go sell all of your goods today? Salesman, gonna walk along the street, see friends along the way. Oh,
So the song Love Is Only Sleeping has like this kind of psychedelic ballad thing going on. Um, also off of Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. 
uh, with uh, Don't Call On Me. That's another track. Now, that track that Michael Nesman does has like this whole kind of cocktail, jazzy lounge vibe going. Yeah. Like I said, visionary. Let's check these songs out. Once again, Love Is Only Sleeping and Don't Call On Me. <laughs> Off of Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. in sorrow, sorrow. Through the endless days and nights we waited for a shining new tomorrow. tomorrow. Love was sleeping, sleeping. She whispered, sometimes love is only sleeping. And she whispered, sometimes love is only sleeping. Only sleeping. Yeah, only sleeping. Chicago asking that musical question.
So as I was saying earlier, once Peter Tork left the Monkees, Michael Nesmith stayed behind with Mickey and Davey, and they did two records, um, Instant Replay and The Monkees Present. Both great albums, but my favorite out of those two is The Monkees Present. Great stuff. So on this album, Michael Nesmith pins and sings, listen to the band. That's probably the most popular song off this record. And then... Uh, when they re-released this record, they added some bonus tracks that were recorded during that time that didn't get released, which happens a lot for a lot of groups. Um, a song called Calco Girlfriend. And that has a great, like, Brazilian, like, loungy jazz vibe to it. Uh, so in 2013, they re-released it again, remastered, and he made it into a three-disc set. So, and here's the alternate mix of that. So here is Listen to the Band, off the monkeys present and then calco calco girlfriend the alternate mix check it out two contrasting songs off the same record by michael nesmith just saying dope
cold, but don't smell like corn silk. Everybody's samba. Me and my calico girlfriend starting a set of new rules, watching the stars as they drop in, making the nighttime a blue, wandering over a roadway, changing the signs of the time. Once the monkeys broke up, Michael Nesmith decided to strike out on his own and experiment more with with musical genres. So basically, he made three records on RCA Records uh, with his new group called the First National Band. Uh, the first album was called Magnetic South in 1970. Second album was Loose Salute in 1970, same year, and then Nevada Fighter. In 1971, so the you know the records didn't really they didn't make it on the charts, but are basically considered you know great examples of the LA country rock sound. So you know they're loved and admired and respected because uh, he pioneered that sound. Really, he also continued to do some more music. Um, uh, when the first national band broke up, he made a new band called the Second National Band, and the music was basically similar. 
but he actually did make some uh, he did have more success uh, post Monkey's era by, by writing songs for other artists the Stone Ponies uh, had their number 13 hit with a different with different drum in 1967 and that introduced Linda Ronstadt to the world basically and some of Shelley's Blues is a song that became a staple in the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's uh, set list for you know, when they were touring. So, and that's a song that was written during his Monkey's era. He also co-wrote a song for country singer Lynn Anderson in 1975. It's a hit called "I Never Loved Anyone More." So that's really cool. And during the early 70s. Nesmith was active as a producer of such UK talents as uh, Ian Matthews and Bert Janish. And he briefly helmed his own electric distributed imprint called Countryside. So I wasn't aware of that. In 1974, Michael Nesmith founded his multimedia firm, Pacific Arts Corp. Originally launched as an outlet for his music, it gradually broadened into the video realm. The company's uh, show called Pop Clips uh, produced for this new network called Nickelodeon <laughs> provided the seed, which would later on become MTV. Michael Nesmith won the first ever Grammy Award for music video with his 1982 collection called Elephant Parts. An important independent player as a label and distributor in the burgeoning home video market of the 80s, Pacific Arts Corp. branched into film production. Nesmith served as the executive producer of the Alex Cox's 1984 cult comedy movie Repo Man starring Emilio Estevez and he co-produced uh, the movie Tapeheads in 1988 which has a cool uh, feature of Fishbone performing uh, in the movie so during the early 1990s Pacific Arts distributed PBS home video titles including Kim Burns' documentary series The Civil War but that relationship you know soured into an exchange of acrimonious lawsuits alleging contractual abuses. Nesmith's firm eventually prevailed in a multi-million dollar settlement. And in later years, he wound up um, keeping himself busy with such projects as his online environment video ranch. So he was always a pioneer, whether it's music or technology. It's very cool to see that with him. So in 1986, the Monkees had a resurgence because of MTV and Mickey Dolenz, David Jones, and Peter talked aside the tour. Michael said, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do that, which is fine. He didn't come back until 1996 uh, when he, they recorded a new album called Just Us. And he also directed a TV special starring the band uh, to accompany that. And he toured with them in the UK, and that was it. And following the death of David Jones in 2012, he decided to come back and start touring with Mickey and Peter. So, which was real cool, and I was able to see him when he came back. So, he was born Robert Michael Nesmith uh, in Houston on December 30th, 1942. After his parents divorced, uh, he was—I mean, he was four years old when they divorced. He moved in with his mother uh, to Dallas. Her secretarial work ultimately led to her creating this new product for typewriter correction. It is fluid called liquid paper. <laughs> And when his mom died, Betty Nesmith Graham, when she died in 1980, he inherited half of her estate, estimated at more than $50 million. It's crazy. 
right? And that's on top of him already being successful for being an ex-monkey and, you know, and a maverick in the technology business. So during his high school years, he focused on acting and music. And after dropping out of high school, he served two years in the Air Force where he got his GED. He got discharged and spent some time in college in San Antonio. He didn't move. Then he then later on moved to Los Angeles, where he became active at the Troubadours Open Mic Nights. He recorded singles uh, for several different labels, including Colpix as Michael Blessing. That's before he became, you know, Michael Nesbitt for the Monkees. Interesting stuff. So I just wanted to mention that to you guys. You will definitely be missed. So off of his solo project, Michael Nesmith and the First National Band, here is Joanne and Nine Times Blue. And I saw it. 
hopeless situation for Joanne and the man and the time that made them both run. For Joanne and the man and the time that made them both run. Something in the way you looked at me And said you'd stay there let me know that I was out of line But I didn't know what else to do And like a fool I tested you By demanding things of you which weren't mine And now I feel like such a fool For making you crawl back to me But you did it with such love That you're standing far above Me and all I did to you I'm sorry now, what can I do? I know that never in the world Could I have found me such a girl Who's there to pick me up before I fall so if in the end we should go both our separate ways I know the lesson I've learned here is worth it all So now here's Michael Nesmith's version of Different Drum, the song that the Stone Ponies and Linda Ronstadt made famous that he wrote. So here's his version with the First National Band off of his album, and the hits just keep on coming. So Michael Nesmith and the First National Band doing their version of Different Drum. Every time you make eyes at me Yes, you cry in the morning Say it'll work out But honey child, I've got my doubts You can't see the forest for the trees Now don't get me wrong It's not that I knock it It's just that I am not in the market For a girl who wants to love I'm not saying that you ain't pretty All I'm saying is that I'm not ready For any person, place or thing To try and pull the reins in on me 
find a man who will take a lot more than I ever could or can And you'll settle down with him and I know that you'll be happy So goodbye, I'm leaving to see no sense And you crying and grieving, we'll both live a lot longer If you live without me, babe, I'll go red So you just heard Joanne and Nighttime Blue off of Michael Smith and the First National Band, their album called Magnetic South. So this last track I'm going to play is called Little Red Rider off the same album, Magnetic South. And this song is real cool. It might be my favorite one on the record. It's got like this kind of uh, funk country vibe thing going. (laughs) It's It's real cool. Check it out. Little Red Rider.
asked him to create promotional footage for his single, Rio. And Nesmith took the offer as an opportunity to get creative uh, rather than a standard performance video where it's just him singing and the band backing him. Um, he, he decided to create a comedic short film which featured women in fruit hats dancing as Michael was flying through space. <laughs> Very cool. There was no outlet for the medium at the time, but it sparked an idea in Michael quote, here's what he said, audio records are played on radio, so a video record should be played on video, on television, he thought. There should be a, a broadcast component for the music video, just like there is for records, unquote. So now in a pitch to Warner Brothers, he also came up with the idea of video jockeys, or as we call them commonly today, VJs. And he described it as a new kind of TV that played videos 24 hours a day, like a radio station calling the programming Pop Clips, which is a series that he had prior to MTV, which inspired MTV. I mean, we spoke about that earlier. So Warner Brothers and their partner at the time, American Express, ran with that idea and launched the new round-the-clock music television network on August 1st, 1981. Michael Nesmith was offered the role as the production head of MTV, but he turned it down to pursue other endeavors. He then became a producer of music videos and produced music videos for people like Lionel Richie. Very interesting. I didn't even know that. He had a primetime television series on NBC called Television Parts in 1985. Uh, of course, he ran a thriving home video uh, company. Uh, and then something I didn't know, which is very interesting. He was the first person to put a barcode on the LP, on the record, because he was interested in how people got paid and doing inventory, and he felt that if all records had barcodes on them, you could easily scan in and out SKU numbers, which is so contemporary, but this is something that he was thinking about in the 70s. So yeah, he was a true pioneer and a visionary in that regard. Very cool, very impressive. So it's just like, wow. Michael Nesmith is survived by his four children, Christian, Jessica, Jason, and Jonathan. Rest in peace, legend. Rest in peace, Michael Nesmith, uh, ex-monkey, ex-member uh, of the First National Band, or... You were an amazing musician who was an innovator with music and technology. 
Uh, you definitely blazed the path and the trail that is unparalleled. Um, I'm glad I got a chance to see you perform live with Peter and Davey. No, excuse me, Peter and Mickey. Uh, so that was real cool. Um, and a real treat. And I'm glad that you were able to give your fans a fond farewell this year about touring with Mickey. And it's great to hear that you fell back in love again with the music um, from the Monkees, your legacy. You're a very important part of that musical legacy. And I'm glad that you got to feed off of the fans' love of your music and that I gave you like a second win and a second life. So much love and respect. Rest in paradise. Good people of the planet Earth and the known universe, you've been listening to Class Signs. This is Captain Keith. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Appreciate you all. I hope you had a good time. I know that I did. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can definitely hit like, favorite, and or subscribe. And, and you're, feel free to leave a message. And <laughs> all messages and comments will be received. So thanks again. Until next time, see you somewhere out in space. <laughs>